0: Support for the PWTCast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off, a whole-ass 20% off, and free worldwide shipping uh, with the code PWTCast at Manscaped.com, if my math is correct about 14 million balls, all right? So, uh, if you have balls, head on over to Manscaped and use promo code PWTCAST for 20% off and free worldwide shipping. Uh, And now, on to the show. The following podcast is
1: scheduled for one fall. Hailing from the Pro Wrestling Tees headquarters in Chicago, Illinois, he is your host of the PWTCAST
0: bang bang what is up you guys welcome to episode 180 of the pwt cast my name is scrump my name is Drew. This is the official podcast of Pro Wrestling Tees. Uh, if you already aren't, make sure you're following us over on social media. We're at PWTCast on Instagram and Twitter, as well as Patreon.com forward slash PWTCast. Uh, last week, we put out the episode uh, talking Creed with uh, a friend of the show, Jesse Kolenberg. Uh A lot of fun. I fucking I love Creed so much. Oh, my God, do I love Creed so much. Uh, and then this week, uh, in celebration of... Uh, scream six coming out uh where we myself and drew uh we just recorded a very fun episode talking about scream five or just scream depending uh what your yeah. rules of the requel are uh but uh yeah that'll be this week and then um i did a, i oh i might have i don't no time wise uh scheduling wise if i would have put out the full schedule yet but uh for the bunch of for the month of march uh we we'll to be doing creed scream 5 john wick the man with the iron fist and uh m night Shyamalan's signs as well as two episodes of Scrum's detective agency uh again you can go ahead and then sign up for that it's different tiers as low as five bucks you know again i i, I think there's like over 100 movie reviews really at this point um but, yeah, you can go ahead and sign up for that over there. Uh, you know, uh, you heard up front, Manscaped, Uh I know Drew, you, I know a uh, friend of the show, Matt Nix. He just bought himself, uh, you know, the new facial hair trimmer with all that fun stuff. Uh friend of the show, Giovanni. He's buying one as well this week in, in celebration of his birthday. Happy early birthday to, to Giovanni. Um <laughs> The birthday boy, yeah. Uh, but I mean, yeah. hey, if you want to support us in other ways, um, I did mention I'm, I'm gonna be retiring a bunch of the old designs that we have up, um and uh our merch madness sale is still going on uh depending on when you're listening to this uh it it ends march 6th 1 p.m eastern time uh you you use promo code madness 23 get 20 percent off i know uh friend of the show uh patron of the show steve feast he took full advantage i know he picked up a shirt um so yeah if you guys want to pick up a shirt again before those designs are uh retired go ahead and pick one up over there um but yeah man it's uh, 180 episodes. What a milestone, Drew! Yeah. What a milestone. Can you believe it?
1: Can't believe it, man. It's
0: been,
1: yeah, feels like maybe 20 episodes.
0: Uh well, you know it's funny. So I, or uh, er, so well, I we don't listen. Don't get me wrong, guys. We're gonna be talk. We're gonna talk about revolution in a bit. So just hold your horses. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, no. I went on a date Friday, and uh, I brought her back here. I was showing her like the the recording studio and stuff like that, and that was the one, that was one of the things where she was just like, "Oh, like how long have you been like how long have you been doing this?" And I'm like,
1: "How long did it take to mop up the floor afterwards when she saw all that stuff?"
0: <laughs> uh, she's very <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I was, I was like, like, "Wait, oh my god, I love this Iron Man." <laughs> you know Fucking
1: she
0: is <laughs> she is a fan of the shining so she very much appreciated my shining rug um, oh good good yeah no she you know listen if you get involved with me you know what you're getting into you know i i am, un, <laughs> I, am unapolo- I unapologetically love the nerdy shit that i love that's why like whenever anyone says um what do you call it uh oh fuck what is it it's uh oh guilty pleasure i don't feel yeah. guilty about anything that brings me pleasure you know, like that, I, that, that phrase has never made any sense to me because I just, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't hide the things that bring me pleasure. Um, but yeah, I was like talking about like podcasting and even you and I, before we started recording a bit where I was like this podcast, again, it, 180, you know, 20 episodes away. So about four months away, um, from episode 200. And, uh, that's a, that's pretty, that's pretty big. You know, there's been a lot of bumps and I yeah.
1: start working on big Dave now.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't think he's busy with those Marvel movies anymore. So, yeah. you know, i am be like, listen, Batista, you are the best wrestler turned actor. So, yeah. uh, what the fuck? And if not, I don't know. Listen, I have, I have Mark Henry's phone number. I might be like, <laughs> Hey, re- Hey, remember seven months ago on the fucking Jericho cruise when you told me you would do anything? He's like, no. Okay. Awesome. The- Never mind then. Uh so yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna be working on some fun stuff for that. I do want to start doing uh live video stuff. I know I've been saying that. I'm constantly saying that. I'm sorry you guys, I I have been saying that nonstop since I don't know.
1: Fuck it. Give me recording rights. We'll do it right now.
0: Uh, what do you call it? Um Well, I don't even I wouldn't even like I don't we'll figure it out. I know and I know you know how to do all that fun video stuff. I have no idea how to, so we will we will definitely figure that out because uh, I think that'd be fun. Yeah, I think that's sort of the next step in uh,
1: sorry, if that's the case. I'm gonna to to start wearing shirts when we record.
0: no, 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 you have to go shirtless. We're, I mean, listen
1: we're both, we're, true.
0: we're both shirtless right now. That's how we record uh, shirtless. Yeah. I mean the only article of clothing I'm really wearing right now are my socks. Yeah. And, my high. And, we're
1: not, and we're not feeling guilty about it, all right? This is just a pleasure we have.
0: Oh d- yeah, definitely do not feel guilty about it never feel guilty about anything that brings you pleasure unless you're hurting someone. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it's fun. It's fun podcasting. I love doing it. You know, again, I I always joke about how uh, my nine to five lets me uh, podcast full time, you know, and so it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a wonderful thing. Um, but yeah, man, revolution. So obviously, you know, we're, we're this is, this is coming out yeah. day after revolution and stuff like that. And, um, I, I you know we're just we're you know, let me i i don't want to go into full in-depth fucking review about you know everything uh that's going on you know oh can you believe so and so won this or how awesome that was or anything like that because again the wonderful boys over at post wrestling they cover all that we will talk about some of our fa- some of our favorite you, you know we'll 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 run through the results of, of revolution but just let's, let's let's wait a bit there's other things to talk about you know um Hold on, hold on a second. I gotta. I got a no, no, no. call. No, no, it's, it's okay. Well, the, ignore the call. We'll call them back in a bit. Call you know what? Call them back when yeah. I run through the results of of revolution because I know. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I I know again it just happened even before we started recording we were going through it and you were like let's not fucking recap it i don't want to fucking go through it it was a it was a good show i can't believe you know i can't believe they came back i can't believe that happened and, but it's okay well I'll, I'll i'll fully get into all that right now um i mean, I'm yeah.
1: sure everybody out there is writing their angrily wrote letters now
0: exactly but um i'm in pain right now drew uh earlier yeah. earlier today i went to go get my tattoo touched up um which I don't know why I'm showing it to the camera because again we're, we're not recording. Uh, but yeah, it's a it was it was one of those things where and I talked about as my Doctor Manhattan tattoo, one of my favorite tattoos. It's a, it's you know I I just I love the placement of it. I love Doctor Manhattan, as many people know. And um, yeah, I needed to get it touched up because the first time I got it, my skin got really angry. And like that's only like, I don't mean I know you have tattoos as well. I don't know if that's ever happened with any of yours. Like it, it's only like the, oh, the yeah. second time.
1: Oh yeah, it is uh, and I I believe this uh you know this beautiful alabaster skin of mine that is a canvas for tattoos, like it looks so good when but boy is it uh it is not friendly to the uh to the to the the needle. It gets real puffy and yeah, I just like the actually that location like where my boba fett is right there, just kinda on the bicep, mm-hmm. that thing just immediately just like blew up and it's every time it even went close. It's just like, Oh my God, he's slicing me with a knife.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, which, which was pretty much the the case with me, you know, yeah. Bobby was fucking working on it the first time I and mean, everything else was good. Everything was great. It's just, yeah. uh, Dr. Manhattan needed a little bit more blue in him. You know? Yeah. So I went and took care of that. And like, you, it was, it was such a fucking, it was such a pain in the ass only because, uh, it was, it was out in one of the suburbs out here, playing field, joliet basically the same thing um and like i drove
1: if it's not chicago proper it's it's
0: chicago proper who fucking cares yeah um but i i drove out there i I went to to get it taken care of it was like a 45 minute drive on the way there um i wound up getting cracker barrel before my tattoo session because one you should always eat before you get a tattoo Um, and also i had time to kill um i had mentioned i and i talked about it before with you uh i mean listen clearly we know uh or i don't know are you a fan of waffle house waffle house yeah
1: not i mean i i've gone there it's not on the top of my list though
0: so you're not like wh park and myself uh in that you love waffle house no uh
1: no i think uh I mean, granted, it's sometimes, sometimes the hour of the night, that's where you gotta go. But it is not a uh and I'm not even one to like I didn't grow up in the South, so it's not like something for me that's just like so nostalgic. Like, I mean, the first one I ever had was in Bowling Green, Ohio, and I just remember going in like brand new, and I was like, I don't like that I can see them cooking my food. Like that that bugs me. Like, I don't wanna see it. I don't want to see fucking Pant, waffle drippings everywhere and just like like no i don't want to see it get it out of my face i put a up a smaller partition
0: i'm a whore for uh many of things but specifically breakfast foods um yeah. so i can't that's, wh- that's why i will still eat there because
1: a waffle i mean it's it's still breakfast food
0: yeah i mean you know to, to each their own. Different different strokes or different folks. But um I'd never had Cracker Barrel before. Like Cracker I mean I mean there's there's one that one that's closest to me. The only <laughs> other time I've had Cracker Barrel before um was uh Backstage at All In. They were they were the ones that catered the event, you know, because this was before um, AEW was a thing and it wasn't it wasn't specifically a ring of honor show. So like they didn't have catering as far as that. But I remember Cracker Barrel came and I remember um, what Brian was doing something. Ryan left because it was me, Frank, and Ryan backstage. Because, as you guys know, we you know we we come out, we shoot the t shirt cannons into the crowd and stuff like that. But I remember me, Frank, me and Frank were like, "All right, we're gonna go get food." And it was one of those awkward things because it was like, you know, we know Colt Cabana, and but all the other wrestlers, it's just like, ah, we don't want to get in their way. And like, um, I remember Colt Cabana was sitting at a table with Billy Gunn and the Ass Boys, um, and I, I think maybe Brian Cage or. No, Ethan Page, and like they're sitting at a table, and Colt's like, "Hey, Coltmerch.com, come sit by us." And we're like, "No, like it's okay. Like we're you know we're we're doing our own thing. Like we'll, you know." And we wind up going outside. We find a garbage can that has like a it's it's one of those garbage cans where it's like there's two things on the side where you could dump the garbage, and it has a like a we basically use the top of that like as a table. And I remember, yeah, and I remember Jimmy Jacobs comes out, and he's just like, "Hey." there's tables in there and we're like no it's okay like we're fine out here he's like you sure he goes there's plenty of room in there we're like no it's okay and so we just ate on top of a fucking garbage can um and the food was fine you know again like it's most breakfast food is fucking good breakfast food like you can't really unless you're the fucking jericho cruise and you have fucking runny scrambled eggs uh, um you know you can't really fuck up breakfast food especially like it was literally just hash browns bacon sausage like eggs like it was what you know? It wasn't rocket science.
1: If, if I remember right, you're specific about your eggs. Only scrambled. Only scrambled. That's
0: right. All right. Yeah, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't like them any other way. Like it, I, when I was younger, I used to eat a lot of hard-boiled eggs, and I think oh. that, I, I think it's one of those things where like that sort of put me off to to, to eggs. Like oh, okay. whenever I get ramen, um, like specifically when I go get ramen with like Frank uh it'll oh. always be one of those things where he uh, he loves his egg so he'll order an extra egg and he's like no 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 don't order you can have mine but he's like yeah no that's fine i'll st- i still want a third i w- still want a third extra egg you know yeah. and i'm like oh okay like well then <laughs> well then pal by all means fucking you know uh, yeah. have your have your extra third egg um but yeah no it was, it was, it was a fun experience you know like again i to me cracker barrel was more so one of those like uh you know places that the young bucks always went to cuz you know you always they always did their bits and stuff like that which um you know i was like oh okay you know it brought back it brought back memories of a different time you know with 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 the elite. like um earlier in the week i was actually um cuz I'm, I'm you know I, I know some people weren't as excited for revolution uh i was like i have a different like uh appreciation for it in that i you know, I remember the, the first one I did was here in Chicago and it was, uh, it was, it was the, the day I got food poisoning where I remember people <laughs> were in a shirt. I was, so we were working C2E2. I got fucking <laughs> deathly ill, like deathly fucking ill where, um, I got food poisoning from ramen, ironically enough. And, um, I wound up like having to be taken to the hospital to like, they hooked me up to two IVs to like rehydrate me. Cause I was, I could not keep anything down i was literally up for about five hours non-stop throwing up it was the worst like huh. the absolute fucking worst um but i remember like going to the pay-per-view anyway like everyone like they thought i because i didn't even go to c2e2 that day like i was so fu- i was you know, i was at the hospital uh and cm this was like right before covid started because i remember cm punk was like ew don't bring covid to me and i was just like fuck you, you fucking fucking piece of shit fucking um I don't, I don't even think he was with a, you know, he wasn't with AEW then, but you know, the event and stuff like that. We, a- we actually joked, I remember funny enough, we joked up, he was like, well, if you don't go give me your front row ticket so I can sit in the front. I think he wound up watching the show backstage, but I remember they were like, like Ryan was like, yeah, like, Hey, if you don't go, CM Punk said he'll take your front row ticket. Um, which, could you imagine if that fucking, that would yeah. be a fun one, but that was a fun show and it had one of my favorite matches ever. Um, in, uh, the young Bucks uh versus uh kenny omega and hangman page uh you know i think to this day the only six star match in aew's history but one of those fucking matches that like you know i mean listen you saw you know you saw kenny and you saw all four of these guys put on a hell of a performance you know tonight but like that was one of those things where it, it was very reminiscent to me of the golden lovers young bucks match um in that like you know you're not used to seeing the bucks like have to have to fight there you know it's there's always this like no you can't do a baby face baby face or a heel versus heel match but like when done right you know you can do it and i think that and i think that's one of the like the important things right now like you know you think about it like the storyline you know how far that fucking stretched this it's not i think it's not like another year and a half maybe two years you know, until like uh, Hangman wins the title from Kenny, you know, and there's plenty. There's like callbacks to fucking oh, yeah. that, because yeah. Um, yeah. So, I remember yeah being at Full Gear and like when Hangman wins the title, and it was just like, oh shit, yeah, that 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 was a fucking thing that happened and stuff like that. Right. Um, but yeah, I was rewatching that, and you know, again, it was one of those. It's like it's a shame the way everything worked out. It was a shame the way everything happened with Marty Skrull. You know, because I remember there's a specific spot in the match where uh Hangman's fighting off both the Bucks. You know, I believe he tosses Nick out of the ring, and then Matt's running at him, and he does Marty's spot. You know, where he feigns a super kick and then puts him in the chicken wing, and like it got such a huge. You know, it was such a villainous move by Hangman yeah. Page as as Excalibur was proclaiming and stuff like that, and. um Yeah, it's always just, like, one of those, like, scenarios, one of those, like, what-if scenarios where, again, I mean, and everyone has their opinion, I'm not, you know, don't care enough to voice mine, you know, but it's, like, if, what if if, you know, speaking out hadn't happened, like, that, it's always one of those, like, what would have happened to Ring of Honor, you know, like, what would have happened with, like, Marty Scurll and then possibly, you know, being in, yeah, I remember there was rumors of him being the exalted one, you know, before it was uh, Brody Lee who was, uh, you know, um, Announces as, as being the exalted one and stuff like that, but um, yeah, it's always just fun to ponder wrestling what ifs.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's uh, I don't, I don't know. That is a, it is always a bummer because it's like it's one of those ones where you're like, ah, happened to one of my guys. I don't care about him, but come on, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: and it's and with Revolution too. Uh,
1: I like, and again, like even him on like like BTE, like he was so fucking funny. Like, like I when I was like that was like back when I was like watching those things like every week, and I was just like, anytime he was on, I'm like, yeah, what's he gonna be doing this week? Yeah, like, he's just overacting, and every like, especially the this like the actual like when they actually did like this storyline things, it's like, oh god, he's so good. But yep that is what it
0: is yeah which was also it, it's funny because i completely forgot about it until i was listening to a uh, kenny and renee's podcast last week um but at, it was also at revolution where they had the, the barbed wire exploding death match you know and again another yeah. fun memory because during covid like when aew was running those shows it was one of those things where like they were still running out of daily's place and um i mean clearly i wasn't going out to go see any wrestling shows like i took covid pretty serious but i remember a friend of the show taffy you know like she suggested like oh she's like we should go she's like you know i I talked to jeff you know he he's got us on tickets like we should go and uh that's what we did like me and you know again, taffy went down there it was a fun weekend that weekend like i think i remember it was like um we were at the talent hotel because that was when everyone was staying at the exact same hotel um like, I know Ethan Page was about to debut because he, he was – it was, like, in the the ring ladder match thing, whatever, that they would do and stuff like that. The, oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, you know, and again, it was cool for me because I had seen him so much here in Chicago at, like, freelance Show. Like, my first independent match is actually uh, he and um, – uh, it, was it, like – i think it was i think their tag team name it was him and josh alexander i think they went by like monster mafia or something like that like some okay yeah but it was like them in a tag team match and that was like the first ever independent match that i watched live so it was cool seeing like him pop up but again also just being at the hotel and hanging out with the wrestlers like that was you know again it was one of those things where i remember it was me jeff jones uh, taffy and scorpio sky and just like a rotating you know abaddon shared chinese food with us uh you know fucking uh scorpio sky kept buying me fucking uh sierra mists because you know i didn't drink uh you know but scorpio sky and i both saw a former eggy world champion go in the bathroom and not wash his hands i'll tell you after uh who it was um but it was just like so, you know. It was fun, like being there. And I remember uh, the, expl- you know, I remember when-
1: a long list. That's the best part.
0: Yeah, you know, it's it's <laughs> you know, I, I mean, and it's fine. But we're just like, how could you not wash your hands, buddy? Uh, yeah. Then I remember like us going to the actual show, and that being a lot of fun too, because they were, you know, they put us, they put us on the, uh, you know, near the ring. Like, they were like, mm-hmm. okay, here, like, you guys can be ringside or whatever. You know, Jeff was, Jones was very generous with, with the tickets that he hooked us up with. Um, and it was so scary only because, uh, well, that was, it wasn't scary. It was fun. It, the one thing that sucked was, like, they were like, come on, you know, we had to heal it up. You know, I, I had to sit there and, and, and boo the, you know, you had to protect the business. So, you yeah. you had to boo the baddies or boo the faces, cheer the baddies, um, not, kiera hogan and them um and I, are, is kiera hogan in there or did she get kicked out
1: i don't remember where that's everything is
0: yeah uh but okay, so you,
1: wait did you say that opposite no you were yo oh, you're on the heel side
0: yeah we we're on the heel side and on the and then they were like you guys got to be louder but on the other side they had fucking uh the guns who yeah. were like They were so fucking loud and obnoxious, like, "Uh." but I specifically remember during the uh, ladder match, um, they they, uh, Cody sets up the fucking ladder by us and he like comes over and he's like, hold the ladder. Cause I think Pentagon was about to put him through it. And I just look at like, sir, Pentagon's next to me. I was like, I'm not holding this. You go. And it was like him and, uh, (laughs) Luther, like, it it was just people like holding the fucking ladder. Cause I was just like, yeah, there's no fucking way in hell I'm holding this so that Pentagon can destroy fucking Cody through it. Um, (laughs) and then again, and I remember, you know, the, uh, the, for the fucking exploding match, like they told us, like once they start counting down, run everyone, get the fuck out of the way, you know? And it happens and, you know, and I, Kenny went into, I believe it's Kenny, even funnier. well, like Kenny talked about, it. I believe like whoever it was like the company fucked it up. Cause that was the thing. Like I remember we were backstage and everyone was kind of like, I remember Jeff, uh, Jerry Lynn walking up to us and just going, well, when, what are you going to do? That's a bummer. And we're just like, Oh, sorry, Jerry Lynn. You seem very excited about the, exploding barbed wire you know fucking thing or whatever um and yeah you know that's just the way it happened to fucking be and uh but still like a fun event you know again that's why that's why i was really looking forward to 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 tonight's show because again like revolution to me is a it's a very special show you know and then again i've been to most of them now yeah i mean and it was it was it was a very special show yeah, you know, uh, I'm just going to, you know, if you want to go ahead and return your call, you can. I'm going to just go ahead real quick and, and get into the results. And again, I mean, most people are, you know, that's what they want to hear. So, um, so Revolution came and went and honestly, it was one of the more fun, exciting shows. Like uh, it, the same can be said for most WWE pay-per-views where, you um, actually no i i I can't say that most people say that but with most of these AEW pay-per-views like because and i've been to uh quite a few live myself is typically if uh, like the build-up hasn't been you know necessarily the best or if like the card seems kind of underwhelming more often than not it um delivers which again was very much the case with this like the uh, i was very happy that uh jericho pretty much put over ricky starks clean you know um ricky starks is someone with a lot of potential and for him to have been stuck in the jericho verse uh, as it's been uh coined uh you know recently you know for him to have been stuck in the jericho verse for as long as he had like it was just it was a shame you know it was very much one of those like all right let's get him the eg double hockey sticks out of here so he can move on to Uh, to other things which i i hope is the case now you know it's um it's one of those things where ricky can definitely and should definitely be one of the bigger players going into 2023 i mean that was kind of the overall theme of of the pay-per-view tonight you know like i don't think that the show could have been booked any better i mean honestly from 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 head to toe like it was it was a pretty fucking solid cardigan this match wasn't wasn't one that i was crazy about like it, you know i was i was definitely on the phone a few times but uh nonetheless you know uh, friend of the show friend of me friend of scrump uh ricky starks it was cool to see him pick up the win because again he is definitely um someone who can main event like should be the next breakout star in that main event level he should be you know wrestling the the hangman pages the moxes the brian danielson's um it's almost it's weird because it you know it feels like they're sort of they're sort of short i'm like main event heels right now because i'm thinking i'm like well, what's in that who's the next heel he can really fight and I, I mean mj mjf and jericho are kind of the only again main event big le- Samoa joe maybe but it feels like Samojo is off to uh, Ring of Honor land. You know, I feel like this is this is one of those scenarios where, um, like, maybe a heel Kenny? I don't know. Like, it's, I mean, there's definitely, there's space. There's space. There's room for someone to step up, you know. In, in a perfect world, you got, you, you know, you get Swerve Scott to to come up in the ranks. Maybe bring in a Miro. You know, like if Mal- if Malakai Black wasn't the, you know, the trio's champ, definitely someone you could just plop right in there. But, um, yeah, you know, uh, it was a it was an okay match a- along with you know the the next one, the the buried alive match, and that one was, I'm not a fan. I'm not a particular. I don't particularly care for these buried alive matches. Um, they've just never been my thing. I just, I don't really care for them. You know, they are, I don't know, it's, it's just, it's pure gimmick. And again, just not something that I've ever personally cared for. And I, and I know, uh, nostalgia and stuff like that. A lot of you guys that grew up on the undertaker, you know, see that and you go, no, 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 it's, it's awesome. It's great. And sure, you know, by all means, like I won't take that away from you, um, i could honestly just not give a fuck though and you know and, and don't correct me don't be like oh actually it's the you know you know what i meant when i say i could not give a fuck don't tell me um uh, but yeah you know again it was the it was the right choice you know christian lost and uh I'm hoping that means, you know, he sort of cools off until you can bring Edge in. Because I fully expect Edge to be the next person to come in. Like, I fully expect Edge and Christian, or Adam, you know, Adam Cage and Christian Cage, or whatever he calls himself. Uh, Adam Copeland, I guess, really is probably what would go by. I don't know if he would go by Adam Cage. Oh, that would be cute. That would be adorable. If, um, if, Ed, when Edge came in, he went by, A- A- uh, Adam no, not Adam match. Adam Cage. Um, yeah, like well, you know, just good. Get him off there. Like, you know, the Jungle Boy should definitely be doing anything but Feuding with Christian again. You know, like let's 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 get him back up in the upper echelon of things. Um, of course the next one, you know, was my fucking favorite match of the night. My motherfucking boy, Brody motherfucking king, finally uh picked up some gold man i was i'm so i'm fucking bummed because i i wanted to fly out to to see this match live see this pay-per-view live um the only thing that stopped me was just uh like money-wise it was so fucking expensive to fly out to um you know uh uh san francisco that's where it is and uh you know it what do you call it it just, I don't, it would have been fun, but again, like I probably, I would have had to f- flown out, and it wouldn't have worked out either, too, because, like, I had I had to go get my tattoo ch- touched up, and really, today was the only time that I could go, um, so that wouldn't have been useful, really, um, but also, just on top of that, like, <sighs> having to go there and then have to come back, come into work on Monday, like, it just, it wouldn't have worked, It, it and I'm a little bummed idea you know because it it was by all accounts you know a really good show like i've pretty much fucking loved everything about it so uh you know while it would have been cool to see this live i also was very happy to you know see this on my television you know again brody king someone that uh had on the show I've become friends with him I don't know if you guys have ever heard me talk about I you know become friends with him and it might be a little name dropy or whatever but like I don't give a fuck you know Brody's cool as fuck like um I'm very fortunate I'm someone that I count myself very fortunate again that not only I consider he he a friend but he considers myself so it's it's pretty cool you know to to see that because again I do remember seeing him at like these smaller indie shows around here at the the AAW shows or um a aaw yeah for some reason the aaw shows around here you know seeing him wrestle like the darby allens and you know the jimmy jacobs and eddie kingston's and stuff like that and so it's cool to just see that you know see him be you know, not only that but like malachi black malachi black again someone i was fucking huge on from the first time he came in like you know that awesome you know no man is ever truly good no man is ever truly evil that badass theme song the entrance he had i loved him in nxt he was actually on the first uh independent show that that i that i went on you know or that i went to he um it was him versus tomaso champa in in the match that night it was, it was an aaw show at the uh, berwin eagles club for anyone in chicago or, or any shimmer fans out there but um yeah it was it's it's been really cool to see his ascension along with buddy murphy who buddy murphy was a guy who they're constantly like oh my god he needs to get in the ring with kenny omega oh my god he needs to get in the ring with kenny omega but because he was in wwe there was this you know you know he's a cruiserweight you know how you can't put him anywhere else but besides the cruiserweight division despite like just his size you know this guy's fucking jacked like his size shouldn't really factor, considering again how how much he can go in the ring, and uh, I don't think he disappointed. Like it, you know, the match was awesome, and you know, um, <laughs> uh, despite all like the Punk debacle, like I you know I still do enjoy seeing the 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 Young Bucks perform and stuff, and that to me was one of one of their better trios matches they've had in a while. You know, obviously they've been putting on trios matches as far back as you know forever they've been doing them forever ring of honor and and new japan and stuff like that and seeing what they've been able to bring into the fold as far as AEW has always been a you know a, a favorite of mine a, a thing that i've really particularly enjoyed seeing and stuff like that and this match is deliver. you know there was there's a few times in there where and and the thing so the, the thing too is going into this going to all of this stuff i did not read ahead So I don't know, uh, read ahead. I mean, I've, I've avoided spoilers, you know, it becomes very hard sometimes through my job, uh, to avoid said spoilers, but, uh, you know, it just, I was able to avoid them this time thankfully and you know again i i really much i, I love that because again i was able to enjoy everything because um, there was part of me that was like fuck yeah my boys are taking it you know the ho- house of black forever you'll always see me post that house of black forever and i definitely at, at a certain point was like fuck no like the bucks are gonna take it the bucks are gonna win or, you know, the elite's gonna win, and then, I don't know, they'll probably feud with, like, the JAS or something, uh, but thankfully, that was not the case, thankfully, you know, my boys fucking picked up that win, and I love how they made Brody look like a monster, you know, and I thought the most adorable fucking thing was, fucking shout out to to little Dante, uh, Brody's son, who was dressed, you know, he was sitting in the crowd with, uh, um, Colin, uh, you know of, of of the hard lord podcast he you know he and bo uh have a podcast you know colin as well sings you know he does like word theme song he does a lot of aw theme songs and stuff like that um awesome guy check out hard lord if you're into you know the hardcore scene they have a, a really fun podcast there but um yeah you know seeing them together uh you know, in the crowd, I was like, "Oh, that's cute." And then seeing Dante get in the ring, you know, with help from Julia Hart, to to go stand next to Brody, fucking awesome! Such a cool moment. Like again, I'm so happy for those dudes. I know, you know, they're the heel team going in there winning, but like, I didn't give a fuck. It was so awesome. I loved that. I loved it. every minute of it. Um, and I want, and when I say hustle Black Forever, like I mean it, like put these guys against everybody i want to see them fucking you know take everybody down i want to see them lose to, to punk and ftr you know um but yeah i was such a, I was on such a high after that match i was so oh my god i was so happy i was like fuck yeah oh my god it's the best like oh my god um so much so that i didn't really particularly enjoy the next match but also i just didn't really particularly care for it going into it as I've not been a fan of what they've been doing with the women's division. You know? Uh, the whole, like, AEW Originals versus, like, the Outsiders gimmick going in. Like, I just... Eh, I don't know. Not my deal. Jamie Hader picked up the win in the triple threat match. Um, my villain origin story... Um Jesus, Drew, you see I'm not fucking speaking. You can at least say something. I'm drinking my water. Mm. Mm. Nope, the guy's still on his fucking phone. Uh he uh I don't know, he they yeah, the, the my villain origin story will be the, the goddamn forsaken uh someone's you know it's a triple threat match and someone's gonna do a superplex and someone comes in superplexes, though it is a, the the uh splash mountain no not the splash mountain, that was Eddie and Ray, the Tower of Doomspot. Oh my god, if I never I fucking wish i wouldn't i don't i wouldn't ever have to see that spot again i hate it it's so tacky it's so played out like come on let's you know let's be a little bit let's be a little bit more original please please people um after that another friend of the show another person that I was super oh no, 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 no that wasn't next it was the texas death match holy fuck holy fuck these two like if you like the closing image of that match is insane. There, There is a picture out there of, um, Hangman Page fucking <laughs> hanging, uh, I mean, the only way to put it, he's hanging, what do you call it, um, the, um, uh, the mox. <laughs> he's hanging up mox by a fucking rope and, um... It's so fucked up. It was so crazy. Like, you know, again, these two dudes beat the shit out of each other. They went for it. They were just going at it. The spots, the amount of barbed wire like, oh my guy looked terrible. It was bricks involved, chains, and just that finishing, you know, sequence where uh Mox wraps a chain on his thing. and I kept wondering. I was like, "All right, how's this going to come into play?" You know, and he gets thrown over the top, and and Hangman's just hanging him. The Hangman is hanging him, you know, uh by that metal fucking uh, by the metal chain, and and Mox is tapping for his life. And oh my god, such a wonderful visual! Like, go on the AEW Instagram account, and they've got a picture of that hundred percent, like I do the posters at work. A hundred percent, that has to be a poster. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go into work and tell Ryan, like, yo, this has to be a poster. This is so fucking metal. Like, this is the most metal fucking poster I've ever seen. Um, but yeah, that was that was really awesome. That was really cool. And you know, again, it just goes to show you, like, you can you can do these baby face versus baby face matches or heel versus heel matches because the crowd's the crowd is gonna tell you who's the baby face the crowd's gonna tell you who's the heel and um you know it it was just it was just awesome i loved it i loved every moment of it um yeah and after that was when friend of the show uh someone that i again personally a huge fan of such a fucking cool dude was uh old michael wardlow uh you know, finally, you know, retaining the uh, the, the TNT title from, from Samoa Joe. Uh, I was very happy about this. You know, again, uh, Wardlow is someone that uh, I was very happy to see get, you know, that push. And, you know, it, it, it felt like they were hot and cold with him like i don't it was very weird um you know again he was being pushed and he wasn't and stuff like that but hopefully now with the way things are looking they are going to go full on um full steam ahead with him because again it is it is very much one of those things where uh he he has all the tools and you know and i don't know I mean, who knows? Maybe you know this this big beanie, this big meaty men slapping meat feud, or at least the match that's gonna be coming up with him and Hobbs. Like that has potential, you know. Like again, Hobbs, another dude that I mentioned. You know, oh, you know, they need their big heels. Like Hobbs is that fucking dude. Don't sleep on you know powerhouse Hobbs. Like he is someone that I I definitely feel can be again another one of these big players um in the next coming year or so. Like if they if if everything goes, you know the way it should um so i i was excited to see him win again a little bummed to see joe presumably um off to uh ring of honor but um i feel like he'll be back you know he's definitely proved to be uh uh more than just you know one of these nostalgic names that you keep around um and yeah I'm 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 super excited to see what what the future holds for Wardlow because again I definitely think this guy has world champion potential. He just needs that one feud, that one big breakout feud, and uh, just so far you know Samoa Joe was that, but uh, definitely can see him you know can see bigger things coming from uh, from from our boy Mike, old Mike Wardlow. Uh, you know the tag match was after that, <sighs> um, you know. I was happy to see FTR come back. I, again, also very happy to see Danhausen. I, I popped huge for the Danhausen uh Orange Cassidy crossover, you know, they're both uh you know, uh, Orange Cassidy with the pay-per-view gear on, you know, wearing the black pants and uh Danhausen with the um It was fun seeing Dan Housen, uh, you know, in, in the black, in the black pants with the black jacket, you know, black on black jean, jean, same thing with Dan Housen. Um, you know, it was, a uh, it was a lot of fun. I, I, I dug it and, you know, it's, it was just fun to see them, you know, switch it up. Like someone I was there were like, oh, you know, his big pay-per-view gear and, um, yeah, definitely, you know, again, I love Dan he's, he's He's another, you know, close friend of mine. Um, and so, you know, I didn't want to see the acclaimed, reclaim the titles as, uh, I may or may not have known FTR. But, you know, FTR was coming back. It, you know, they pretty much laid it out. And, uh, Dax Harwood, I don't know how he got busted open, like, uh some people you know uh were like posting videos and stuff like that again i didn't see how you know it i'm gonna have to rewatch, you know their particular second but it's cool to see them back you know uh if if anything for the tag division to to have the bucks and ftr sort of inserted back in there it definitely gives it a a nice breath of fresh air you know it it rejuvenates that division just a little bit more which will be fun it'll be cool to see that going forward um because yeah, again, F- FTR to me very underrated uh, team. Like they should be fucking they. You know they should be the champs forever. Same thing. Give them the belts and just let them run with it. Let them let them be champions forever until they drop them to Edge and Christian. Uh, and then the and then the main event. <sighs> I'm not a fan of Iron Man matches. Uh, I like our long matches, but I prefer. I would have preferred that they not told us, uh, there was going to be a time limit. Like I thought it would have been cooler to just, um, uh, what do you call it? Like let the match play out, you know, like just let it go for an hour and then, you know, you have the sudden elimination and stuff like that. But I get it, you know, because of everything else that they, they were doing and stuff like that. Like, it, it almost required it to be an Iron Man match. But honestly, I would say the best Iron Man match I have ever seen. Like, oh, first of all, like, fuck Sean and Brett. <laughs> I love Bret Hart, but I don't know. It's just a, that's not a fun match. It's kind of a boring match. Like, it's one of those uh, nostalgia, man- the nostalgia things that I think people like it more than yeah i mean whatever who am i to say who what they shouldn't like or not like um but uh though this one yeah again this one fucking rocked this one was so good i was so i was so i was so fucking like just into it and, and again i knew brian wasn't gonna win like it's one of those like mjf is probably gonna be champ for for a while you know like um uh you, you got hangman you got adam cole you got you know there, there's you, there's still a lot of people for him to go through and so you know for me to to believe that brian was gonna win it was gonna take a lot and they did it like there was so many instances in this match where i was particularly in that sudden elimination or even when he had like in, in the sudden elim- eliminate the sudden elimination match Um, don't fucking laugh at me, Drew, for not being able to say sudden elimination. Fucking, um, yeah, he's over there laughing at me on the phone. Uh, yeah, no, the sudden, sudden elimination. Uh, I was convinced Brian's winning this. Like, again, I, I mean, I didn't look ahead. I didn't read into anything. (sighs) Um, but I was just like, no, he's not going to win. They're not going to give it to him. And then when it happened, When, you know, like they were tied up and they did some sudden elimination, I was like, oh my God, they're going to do it. They're like, they're going there. They're going to fucking give it to him. And I was stoked. I was ready. I was like, all right, come on, let's go. Let's go. Um, And then, you know, seeing Brian tap, I was like, oh, fuck, like it sucked. But man, was it a good match? You know, you have, uh, I saw a friend of the show, Joe from h Town. you know, he's like Chekhov's uh, um, air tank which was, again, a a fun little nod, but, um, yeah, so awesome, like, they looked terrible out there, and I say that, uh, in that they were so beat up to fucking death, you know, like, they were both covered in all this dry blood, like, they look like my fucking tattoo does right now, just covered in dry blood, and, again, it was awesome, man, say what you will about MJF, say what you will about Max, um, You know, it was hilarious, you know, him knocking the bottle of water too on the little kid. Uh, Allegedly, was, you know, the, the kid wasn't a plant, which only just makes it funnier. Like, I, I know some people are just like, ooh, like, I'm sorry. That just makes it even funnier to me. Um, but yeah, man, you know, I'm, um, I gotta say, I was, I was very much satisfied with what they gave us. I was very fucking, very happy. Um, with the pay-per-view as a whole, you know, it's, um, there's, there's this big push, uh, for the youth, you know, a youth movement going on right now in AEW, you know, again, look at everyone who won, look at everyone who came out on top, and it very, it very much feels like, uh, you know, like, they like, like Tony has heard the criticisms and even base even even you look at like The Ring of Honor um stuff you know which, again not not really a show that we talk about on here I, I don't think Drew and I will, will really talk about it much of at all but like look at that it was it, it's just it feels like again Tony again heard what everyone had to say and was like all right I got you guys Get, you know give me a sec. I'll I'll, I'll take care of it because again with the way things are going with the way things are moving like it's it's rolling along so i'm you know if this pay-per-view you know if there's any anything to go out on i will say i'm very happy with uh uh, house of black house of black forever um i was punk i was bummed that punk didn't come back i thought he was gonna come back but he didn't but it's okay next next pay-per-view maybe um and, uh, yeah, you know, the, the youth movement is strong right now with, uh, with AEW. So, uh, thank you, uncle Tony. And yeah, man, that was revolution 2023. Drew, you still there? Yeah. I, 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 hold on. All right.
1: Love you, babe. I'll talk to you later. I yeah. got to back to the show.
0: Okay. Uh, hey, what's th- up? Sam? Oh, you, did you tell him you said hi? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He knows. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was revolution. And again, you know, it, it, that that there was, you know, that was our full response, you know. And I know some of you guys are like, "What are you talking about? CM Punk returning? You guys did it." That's something maybe more you guys should talk about. Or House of Black won the fucking trios belts. How are you guys not as excited about it? Well, yeah. we'll, we'll we'll talk about that next week, you know. Or just just be fucking cool, you know. I mean, again,
1: I'm, I'm more in shock mode, like, <laughs> you know what I mean. I have to like really process it right now.
0: Yeah, I mean, listen the. the that buried alive casket match. Yeah. What a, you know, (laughs) I'm very, I'm very glad jungle boy. Jack Perry was the one who got to, you know, take that. Um, but yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, He, you know, he's taking the, taking the reins from the undertaker,
0: which did you see? Did you see earlier in the week where someone was like, someone, someone posted something shitting on like Wheeler Yuda. They were like, Oh, because, uh, he was, like, they, they, like, he recreated the Stone Cold spot in some match, and someone was, like, I'm fucking getting shitty about it. Look, can you imagine Stone Cold Steve Austin getting mad, you know, seeing this, and, like, like, I don't understand people's hate for Wheeler Yuta, like, fucking Conan, like, hates Wheeler Yuta, and is constantly fucking bringing it up, and just, yeah, like, I don't know, all of a sudden, everyone's, like, fuck Wheeler Yuta, um... But no, that like, that was a thing. And then Kevin Ash comedy, he's like, don't worry. Stoke Steve Austin isn't, uh, watching this. And then whoever runs Undertaker's fucking Twitter account. Cause for some reason people think Undertaker runs his own social media, you know, they were like <laughs> huge pop and people were like getting so angry and it's just like the Undertaker doesn't run his own social media. Like, it's, But it's also, it's like one of those things where, like, it just makes me laugh, like, how, like, the old guard is still, like, you know, Kevin Nash, famously fucking, oh, yeah, you know, f- oh, uh Ger- you know, Ben Juan Guerrero and Jericho, all these, and, and Malenko, all these vanilla midgets, they're killing wrestling, and it's like, dude, no one, no one's ever talked about a Kevin Nash match.
1: Never. Except the fucking... The finger could do
0: him. Yeah, and listen, he's a smart businessman, you know for sure. But that's always been one of those things where, like, I mean, with again, with wrestling being subjective and everyone having their own opinions, I guess it's like, what, what do you, what qualifies a good wrestler? Like, what would you, what would you say? You know, is how would you categorize a quote unquote good wrestler? I
1: mean. Again, it's it can be any of those things where you could be the sideshow or you could be the fucking the workhorse like it's it all fits in wrestling is good when it like embodies all of those things like to me like too much of the same thing is just fucking gets drab. It's just like, I mean, you know, it's like when you listen to a, a song like you can play it to death and be like, all right, I don't want to ever want to fucking hear this song ever again. Like that's the way I feel if like if wrestling's just the same thing over and over again. Not, I've said like there's you could have you could have a great th- five minute sprint and you can have a fucking great Iron Man match like the one we saw earlier. So
0: Yeah, and you heard how I felt about you know the Iron Man match. Yeah. Um so but yeah, no, again, it is weird to me because like there's some wrestlers that like I've always considered like uh Shawn Michaels and Eddie Guerrero almost as like the perfect wrestlers in that it's aside from like, they have a look, you know, they don't have the, like, I don't know if they passed the airport test, you know, they're not, uh, Seamus or Drew McIntyre size, of course. Um, but like they had a unique look, the way they talked, the way, you know, the, 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 they connected with fans, you know, um, that I think, uh, to me at least makes them, in my opinion, at least like the most perfect wrestlers in that, again, yeah. they, they can talk, they can work, they can, you know. You yeah, can, it's
1: kind of like, yeah, I, you know, in, in baseball, there's like the five-tool player. It's the same thing in wrestling. It's like like you can have somebody that's really good at fucking promos that maybe can't wrestle but or even vice versa. But when you get somebody that can do like all that shit and like, you know, there's a difference between like, cutting a good promo as a heel and cutting a good promo as a baby face, because some people can do one and not the other. Yeah, And like, right. like Eddie and Sean, they could fucking do both. You know what I mean? And they did. They put on great matches and like high level matches. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't just, you know, like when, you know, is it was when there was time, their time to step up, they fucking stepped up like they really are like, I mean, yeah, that's a, That's an interesting list of like the like total package wrestlers you know what I mean mm-hmm.
0: well because like, again like don't get me wrong there there was a there was there was a time in there was a time in wrestling where uh you know it it did not it, it didn't matter and i don't mm-hmm. want it kind of like it didn't matter if you could wrestle you know yeah. it was just basically can you look like a wrestler and there's yeah. plenty of them, you know, most, most of them, they got fed to like the undertaker poor, mm. you know, yeah. uh, enough, but, um, like to me, and I've talked about it, like, that's why like fuck a Braun Strowman who like is not a good wrestler, you know, it's like when you have, when you have big guys like a fucking Volter, uh, or like a Sheamus or, or you know, yeah. Drew McIntyre, Brody King, like these big fucking dudes that can go, like, you know, look, look at Wardlow when you have yeah. Wardlow and Keith Lee and Brian yeah. cage, why the fuck do I give up? Why would I care about a big bill? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. And, and, and I get it because every, you know, it's, uh, with wrestling, it's like ice cream. What's your favorite flavor of ice cream, you know, mm-hmm. compared to my favorite flavor of ice cream. And, you know, it, we're both right and we're yeah. both wrong. And it's just um, I don't know. You like I know a lot of people, you know, like shit on Danhausen, who I mean, you know, may or may not be AEW tag team champion right now. You <laughs> know, but like a lot of people shit on him, and to me, I'm just like the smartest fucking dude. Like this guy makes so much money. How much does he actually wrestle? i fucking know you know but it's just like he he's connected with people on a level that like they will support him they will buy his merch they will cheer him on in matches like you know and and sometimes it's that like look like eddie kingston eddie kingston can fucking you can put him in there against, and you did like cm punk cm punk is my all-time favorite fucking wrestler you know yeah i will never fucking cheer i will never you know not be fucking team cm punk he didn't do anything wrong regardless um but like i remember that feud with him and eddie kingston it was like it was the equivalent of uh you know let's like let's say you know you, you 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 win a fancy steak dinner your boss says drew i'm taking you out to have a fancy steak dinner and you go awesome great and during that dinner they show up and go hey guys uh, card readers down so the food is just for free and actually the refrigerators broke so you're also getting dessert and you know like it's just it was like the best of fucking both worlds because that match to me is still so one like I was there live for it and it was one of those like CM Punk versus Eddie fucking Kingston you know just like didn't matter who was you know depending on who you talked to one was a heel one was a baby face like it was just like fuck yeah like let's go like I'm ready to go and you look at the emotional resonance that and Eddie Kingston, you know, uh, portrays that that he gives off. I have never felt that way about eighty percent of WWE dudes. Like, <laughs> I look at a Roman Reigns, and I've never had any sort of connection like that. I'm sorry, Andy. You know, yeah. but like, it's just, and, and I get it because some people look at a Shinsuke Nakamura and go, Oof, "Oh, this fucking idiot." Uh, to me, I'm like. <sighs> king of strong style and i'm foaming at the mouth where i'm just like yeah ah, but his matches with fucking hiroshi tanahashi and with fucking kota abushi and his matches <laughs> you know like it's just yeah. yeah i don't know man i I don't know really where i'm going with that
1: yeah um i don't really remember either but uh <laughs> i think we we're just talking about you know the uh the, you know the all-around all-around wrestlers and wheeler Yuta. Uh, um i think is how this all started but I don't yeah, I don't understand like what, what the hate would be about him. Like I, I guess I would have to like research like why people complain. Like
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean I mean it's also just that. Just wrestling fans like to complain. You know? Yeah. I like to complain about a lot of things. You know. Yeah. But uh no, I mean listen, tonight was a good show. I wasn't disappointed in it. You know. I'm neither. I'm the one thing I am fucking really disappointed with is
1: I get into it but I'm sure you already talked about all my points
0: <sighs> yeah I'm yeah you're just gonna repeat what I already said you, yeah, do, yeah. Do, we, do we really need to have fucking poor Jonathan Mayer sit through two recaps <laughs> you know no love the guy I would never do that to him you know yeah. Um because yeah because in the time that I'm recapping that we're doing our second recap you can go on watch one of his unboxing videos over on YouTube like you know it's about the same fucking time um no, I'm really disappointed so far with the WrestleMania card. Like, um, c- c- Cody versus Roman, you know, I mean, like, again, that, like, yeah. I'm, I'm praying Cody takes the fucking belt off him because I've been seeing fucking, like, get him to a thousand days. And, like, Waiting put it best the other day where he was just like, that doesn't matter. Like, it matters to fucking nerds, you know? Yeah. Like, unless, yeah, unless he's t- like 2,000 and some, t- like, 2,000 days in and he's going to dethrone fucking bruno sure won't <laughs> matter you know like it's just, it's one of those things where it's like it, it won't matter in the long run but like nothing on the card so far you know like i don't care for logan paul so him versus or seth rollins to be honest with you like seth rollins is someone who he's just like he's one of these people that because he's such like a fucking you know uh WWE, like, fucking, you know, there's, like, that meme of, like, the dude on his knees with the fucking fist up wearing the WWE hat, like, and I get it. That's where he works. That's who puts food on his table. They sign his checks. But, like, when I – it's just one of the, like – honestly, specifically what it is is when he started talking shit about punk because I'm just like, dude, like, (laughs) it's one of those, like, if not for him, they don't even give a fuck about you. You know, you you do more than – you wouldn't have hired him wouldn't have hired you yeah like that. you did more you did more than enough on your own merit to warrant you know the the your contract and what they've put you in but like this whole like he's wacky seth freaking rollins and he has a weird fucky outfit every week the dumbest i'm just like no i just again and i get it some people love it but like him versus Logan Paul. Not really interested in. They're doing. I'm actually
1: be, like super excited about
0: that match. And and I'm sure and I'm sure if I watch yeah. the match, like it'll hold up. Because yeah. again, both those dudes can wrestle. I just yeah. don't. You know, I just don't give a fuck. But I, I know they can go. I know they can wrestle. So you know, like, pro. You know, again, it'll probably be an okay match. I just, won't, yeah. I just won't be watching. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, they're doing. Fucking Brock Lesnar versus almost, like, which a a bit.
1: I, I see this as such a fucking swerve. Like, I don't know. Like, I I cannot believe that that's going to be the fucking WrestleMania match. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I just I don't believe it. And like, okay, but we still don't have a fucking clear cut thing for uh, Walter.
0: Well, uh, yeah, uh, no, they apparently uh, Drew McIntyre challenged him for the belt. I, I think it's going to be a triple threat with Drew Sheamus, yeah. which, like, yeah. again, some fucking dumb. like why? Or, or
1: <laughs> I to me, I think the fucking the the bang bros or whatever they call themselves, the uh the banger like, bros,
0: the bang bros wrestle yeah. out of freelance wrestling shout out david august
1: yeah those those two that should be the match like maybe they get that belt off walter before and then we still have uh that and him and brock
0: see I, they should i'm, I'm just like no they shouldn't even do that like i think you know because that's what to me like to me this whole like
1: the banger but like that's to me where the where the story lies like it's like like he doesn't have to be a part of it like you know these guys that like they're they're friends but there's you know they they but they just want gold so much that they're willing to fight each other like i could see like a very fucking like almost like brett and roddy from wrestlemania 8 where they like you know have this killer match and like you know they still hug each other afterwards like i
0: don't know like see, that's that's how i see that well to me it's like one wrestlemania is two nights um yeah which again i'm also against like listen wrestlemania should be seven eight matches one night and that's it i'm i hate this whole fucking participation yeah, yeah. participation trophy shit where it's like we get everyone on the card no don't <laughs> it should only be the brocks the seths the you know the Volters. Sorry, Sheamus and Drew, you don't get on the card because we don't got anything (laughs) for you. But and and, you know, and obviously that's not the case anymore. They do two nights. You can totally fill in, you know, Drew versus Sheamus one of the nights. Just you know, just that. Just have that be a match and have yeah. Because I mean, apparently Brock uh, nixed a uh, Bray Wyatt match, and I don't blame him. Apparently the plan was Brock versus Bray, and he said nope.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Because I
1: mean. Good on him. Like, I, um, but yeah, I, yeah, because now what is Lashley's getting saddled with that? So
0: Lashley is fucking having to fight, Uncle Howdy Duty. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I still, th- I still have hopes
1: for the fucking, you know, Brock Walter.
0: <sighs> yeah. You know, I mean, if again, if it was up to me yeah i'd i'd fucking i'd put those two i'd put those two together like it's you know i I mean i also because apparently brock lesnar was like uh telling people goodbye so it it appears that he's like leaving aew um or aew wwe WWE, uh (laughs) and he's going to he's going to aew Uh, yeah pwt cast says fucking that's happening um but
1: for your brock lesnar shirt (laughs)
0: god i mean listen if it's so if we sold as much as you know we actually made the first suplex city shirt we really? made a suplex city bitch t-shirt i it might have been vinny who made it honestly like now that i think about it it, it it might have been vinny that fucking made it um i'll have to ask him i'm not gonna ask him now but uh yeah, but yeah apparently he's like finishing up with wwe apparently edges as well and so that's why to me it's like well you know,
1: or is Christian finishing up?
0: Yeah, maybe. I
1: mean, I, See, I mean, we know that he got buried alive, but
0: yeah. So I don't know that that yeah that might that might have been his write off
1: earlier tonight.
0: Yeah, that might have been his write off, or you know, I I mean, listen, I don't know, you know, because that's the thing that like specifically. Like there was a lot of people who thought you know Jericho was gonna fucking still win over Starks and you know Ricky fucking won that match so it's like okay like when when putting over new guys like clearly yeah they know what to do and right now to me at least with you so again so sorry we're kind of going all over the place but like to me I would much rather prefer an Edge and Christian in the AEW tag team division right now to help out the younger teams, to help out the top flights, the Lucha bros, the, you know, just, you know, they're, they're, because there's been so much focus on on the trios. And again, you look at the fucking trios matches that happened tonight. Obviously of, when you have that fucking caliber of talent and matches, of course, you're going to put that much time and effort into it. But it sort of feels like right now, like the stagnant division is like the regular tag division. And to me, those are two solid dudes that you can use in there to help beef them up very much in the same way that, um, at least from how I felt was that they intended to use the Hardys. you know, before, you know, that the, the yeah. stuff happened with Jeff and, and there's still time for that because you know uh jeff is out he has a serve i, I saw something like he served like 33 days in jail or something like that um yeah. but again there there is still a, a time and a place in which you can you know have have both of these you know uh, teams come in here and, and help build you know some of the new guys give the acclaim some more stuff to do give the guns some stuff to do again top flight like there's there's a lot of tag teams that sort of just aren't there yet but you know they they just need that one good feud or something so um you know i i'm pretty sure it's gonna be that hell in a cell match with edge you know again putting finn over which (sighs) i don't know if there's any reclaiming finn you know i mean and that's the thing to me it's like roman is the biggest hindrance right now because if you have the two world titles honestly finn would probably be champion right now you know over on raw like he probably would have held the belt you know him or aj or possibly even it's just it's one of those things where uh, to me you know it, edge will probably go out you know putting him over i i don't think yeah. i think brock is going to stick around a little especially longer.
1: like if finn wins like that's that's a good first cody program
0: yeah i mean listen i think we might see another yeah, win yeah, yeah you know that yeah that would be a a fun because they they did have the match i think yeah that would be a a fun post mania program because you know roman is
1: one's a heel one's like you don't have to do anything tricky like you know they're already down that path so
0: yeah and because because i'm i i i love like the way new japan does with like the new year's dash shows where it's just like all right brand new storylines this is you know so-and-so's gonna attack this person so-and-so's gonna form an alliance with this person like so now you know this wrestler wants a fucking shot at this belt like there's just there's that fun to it i appreciate that i i I like how they do that and um i would appreciate if WWE did a little bit more like i would love if they treated the the raw after wrestlemania and the smackdown after wrestlemania as a full-on season premiere forget yeah. ev- forget 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 everything else that just happened you know yeah. now fucking you know or, i mean
1: really these these fucking you know these f- the big four are like so to speak they should be those like just like it is an aw with their four pay-per-views but do it with the big four and wwe like those are your combinations like that should be the end of a storyline not the fucking start of it
0: exactly yeah but you know it's i don't know again like with with aew again based off tonight's show they had fucking you know again ricky starks and jungle boy both fucking win their matches so clearly Mm -hmm. like you know there's this youth initiative with wwe it's like the thing that sucks about that is with their youth initiative their youths are 40 years old you know yeah like they're in their late 30s when it's like no at this point you guys should be putting over the fucking younger guys you know the yeah. the 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 40 year old should be putting over the fucking the the up-and-coming dudes from nxt it shouldn't be that like finally this nice you know this uh this 43 year old aj styles is finally getting his chance to shine like <laughs> you know that's why like i'm that's why I'm always hesitant when they're like, oh, you know, so-and-so free agencies coming up and stuff like Kenny Omega talked about it a little bit uh, in again in that re- interview with Renee where he was like, you know, he just he wants to help out the youth. And to me, there's still there's a lot that he can fucking do in AEW still, you know, like <sighs> selfishly, of course, I hope he doesn't ever go to WWE. Um mm. But I don't know. I mean, you look at Cody. Look at the Cody treatment. Like that to me is probably the you know the, hey, I want that. You know, I want the Cody treatment. I want the money. I want the fucking you know the the creative freedom. Like I want that. And then, you, I mean, if you're a Triple H and you know you can get a Kenny Omega, all right, yeah. sure.
1: Well, I would say like I mean, they're they're never gonna sign somebody for one year. But like you know, even if you did, like you know uh you know you have like you already have like okay right away you know I, it would be like a finn program like you you would just have all those guys that would be like wwe or AEW. like you know like you could just plug them right in there you could have like i said the finn program i mean even the cody one that would be a big one because it would be like oh my god like you know uh that um the sets you know like all the workhorses like aj just fucking put them in there with all those people um like there there's definitely a good matches that can be had so
0: so but yeah man you know again it's i don't know it'll be interesting to see where they go with wrestlemania and um
1: that being said kenny's never leaving
0: I, i hope not no but uh yeah man you know, again, uh, what do you call it? Um, I'm kind of tired talking wrestling, you know, so, uh, yeah, so, yeah, so we'll just, you know, we'll, we'll, wind it down there. I mean, again, you didn't like, you know, you got a little bit of everything, some WWE talk, that wonderful AEW recap right there in the middle. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, I mean, you know, a little bit of a shorter episode. I, mean, I say that all the time, and then they wind up, you know, they still yeah. wind up these longer episodes. But, uh, yeah, Drew, what can uh, – so, again, I, I mentioned, you know, you, again, no shortage of me and Drew this week as uh, over at the Patreon. Uh, in celebration of Scream 6, Drew and I will be talking about Scream 5, and uh, that's over at patreon.com, forward slash Cast. Uh, what are your
1: favorite movies of the series?
0: yeah you know, definitely up there. Uh, what can people expect over, uh, at the draft pod this week? Um, Oh, it's a
1: big one. It's the, our uh, we're, uh, heading into Oscar weekend. So, uh, we will have Wes on to talk the, our favorite movies of 2022, which is, uh, going to be an interesting list. Cause I did not watch as much as I was hoping to before. I was just like, Oh, I got weeks. And then I realized last, like four days ago that it was this week. And I was like, well, uh, I guess I'm just going in with what I've seen so far.
0: Sometimes that's, sometimes that's just what it is, you know? Um, well, I can't wait to listen. I mean, last week's yeah. episode was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah. All right, guys. Well, shit. Uh, thank you for supporting again, 180 episodes. Uh, here's to 180 more. All right. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, all right, you guys, uh, for the PWT cast, do you, who do you, who is there? Like,
1: do you think there's like 20 people that would like, uh, uh, has probably listened to all 180 episodes? Like maybe 21 people?
0: Oh, you know what? Uh, maybe. I mean, I could definitely think of, yeah, uh, you know, it, it's, I think it's actually 20 people now. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a wonderful uh, patrons of the show. Wonderful. A lot of these people have been day oneers like fucking Clifford Fraser, Jesse Kolenberg, Joshua Davis, Neil Flanagan, uh, who I'll be recording with very soon for the first time. Just one on one. I'm very happy about that. Jonathan Mayer, Hot Topic Joe, Ryan Crossley, Vivian, Anthony Torres, who's at the show or who was at the show earlier in a fucking PWT cast hat. So love you for that, Anthony. You're the fucking man. Uh, my Godfather, Jesus. Hey, shout out jesus shout out jesus uh steve feast rachel sayarto the birthday boy himself jacob taus who has a show this weekend i'm very excited him and vinny are putting on uh their their bands are performing uh this weekend so uh catch me there uh lucy salgado sandra salgado lupe dominguez the kings of Sport podcast dickie bird and darren Kissler. um Shout out to all of you guys again, patreon.com forward slash PWTCast as low as five bucks. So go ahead and get signed up. And uh, yeah, for the PWT cast to speak, you guys, I've been Scrump. I have been Drew. And this is friend of the show, Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega here, friend of the show. We've run out of things to say here at the PWT cast. And so I must bid you adieu. Goodbye and good night. Bang, bang.